Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. This is a new segment titled Perspectives. Each episode will feature perspectives about vitiligo from our family members, friends, colleagues, associates, and from our youth. For more information about VidFriends Podcast, you can visit us at www.vidfriends.org. You can also call me at 1-844-374-3639, extension 4. You can also email me at lllpodcasts at gmail.com. BitFriends Podcast is sponsored by My Vitiligo Team. Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. So today's show, I have a very special guest. That is Dominic Roos. So Dominic, welcome to the show, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good, good. Doing great. A little tired, you know, trying to get things ready for school. And uh, school starts next week, so we have no choice but to be ready. Right. But I, I'm, I'm glad we're here to have this conversation. So before we start, go ahead and officially introduce yourself, and then I'll explain to my listeners what this show is all about. All right. So my name is Dominic Roofs, and I'm married to Alicia Roofs, which most of you probably know or have either met or experienced one of her things online somewhere on social media. So uh, we've been married since 2006. So, um, and obviously she's had vitiligo since before I knew her. So, um, yeah. So I I ride her roller coaster with her, going, <laughs> going to all these events and just being involved in stuff as much as I can be. So. Absolutely. And, and we're going to get into some of that. So for our listeners, this is a new show that I'm doing called Perspectives. And for this show, I'm going to bring on, you know, whether it's a family member, brother, sister, mom, dad, uncle, cousin, grandma, grandpa, uh, spouses, friends, or affiliates of someone with vitiligo. So we can get a different point of view, a different perspective um, of our condition and what it's like on the other side. Because we know what it's like for us that live with vitiligo. Now we want to hear about other people that have that same experience, but from a different set, uh, set of eyes. And um, so let's go ahead and let's go ahead and start, Dominic. And, um, you know, we're not going to stay on too, too long because I know you have things that you're doing and you're on vacation and I have things I'm doing. I'm on vacation. I'm not on vacation. <laughs> I need a vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Uh, before we get into this this really deep, um, how much did you know about vitiligo before you met Alicia? So action, actually, I surprisingly knew a couple people with vitiligo before I met Alicia. So um, I grew up in a small town. I think there was 2,000 people in my town. Um, but we had a paired school, and there was a buddy of mine. I think he was two years older than me, but we hung out quite a bit. And he had vitiligo when I was, you know, as a teenager. Right. Um, so I we never really talked about it much. We just kind of were like, well, right. that's Kyler. I mean, that's just how he is. And I mean, he never brought it up and it, it never bothered any of us. And we were just like, that's, it is what it is. So I don't know right. that I actually knew what it was, but um, I had been around it. And then uh, I also had a high school teacher who had vitiligo. So, oh, wow. um, so I kind of knew a little bit about it, or at least right. I'd been around people with it before I met Alicia. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting. I'm glad you said that. Like a lot of us just can't, we're like, okay, I see it. I don't know what it is. And we're just going to keep on moving. You know, like it didn't directly affect us. 
You know, yeah. if you're like you say, you're friends with Kyler, that's your friend. So what? He he has vitiligo. It didn't stop you from being friends, you know. Right. And, and that's one of the big takeaways I want people to understand, you know, in particular our community. If somebody's your friend, they're gonna be your friend regardless. Right. Yeah. You know, vitiligo doesn't change it. We change it. Right. You know, how we interact with people. Yeah. So I think it's all to me, it's all about perspective. I mean, absolutely. just life, just life in general. I mean, I absolutely uh, nobody's perfect and whatever. Right. I mean, everyone's got their flaws or perfections or whatever you want to call them. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I was actually um joking with a friend of mine that has vitiligo, and um I was just saying, you know, yeah, our issues you can see on the surface, you know, but we yeah. have a lot of people that we consider uh, the perfect 10. But they might have some mental issues that we don't know about. We just don't know what people are dealing with. And a lot of times we look along the surface and what we see on the surface, we try to identify that person or pin them down to, oh, that person has this, ill, you know, they look at their skin, ill, but you don't know that person. Have a conversation. Yep. So in, in being Alicia's support and, you know, y'all are married. So for our listeners, yes, they are married. He mentioned that. Um, yep. How did that aspect of being in a relationship with someone with vitiligo change your perspective or did it at all? Or did it just make you have a greater appreciation for it? I think uh, there too. I think, I mean, we never have like deep conversations about it early in our relationship. It was kind of like, I just knew that was who she was. And right. I mean, obviously have the years have gone on, she's been more involved and there's been more groups and, so, I mean, obviously we've learned to talk a lot more about it, but early on, I don't think we ever really pointed it out or right. even talked about it. Just, that was just Alicia. I mean, that's. Absolutely. It, it, you know, and just to share a little bit about some of my thoughts with, with relationships. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really had a deep conversation with anyone I've dated uh, and or was married to. I was married. We never had a deep conversation about vitiligo. Um, we knew what it was, she knew my struggles, but we never talked, you know, right. I think the most we really got into was about self-esteem, Okay, but yep. never the root of the self-esteem issues was my skin, watching myself change, you know, looking at yep. that mirror going, dang, you know, what's happening now, you know, right. um, with, with being in a relationship with Alicia, you know, with the days that she struggled how did that impact you or or did it or did it allow you to just embrace her and say you know what i got you i got your back what was it yeah, like for I mean, she always knew that i didn't have a problem with it it didn't bother right. me I, it was beautiful no matter what and um but obviously again as she got more involved in these groups i could tell how much that support meeting other people with vitiligo meant to her and right so i've just been there because i know obviously i can't tell her that I know what she feels like because I don't. So right, uh, right. But social media, I mean, that's been a huge thing for her, just being able to meet all you other other people with it. And um, she has plenty of you that she calls on a regular basis and bounces stuff if they're having issues or whatever. So I, right. I just kind of stand back and let her talk to them. If she needs to talk to me, she knows that she can. But um, it's just a whole different perspective coming from somebody without vitiligo. Where I <laughs> right, talk. absolutely. Now, has there ever been a time where maybe y'all y'all have gone out somewhere and you see people staring or making comments? You ever had that experience and it kind of made you feel like I've never been around 
one who made a comment. I mean, I've right. been a couple of times where I've noticed people looking a little bit, but not like extreme. But right. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm kind of looking at out of the side of their eye sort of thing. But um, again, Alicia's lost most of her pigment, so right. her is it as noticeable probably as some others. She's right. just pretty pale. I'd say, I mean, I know she obviously has it, but it's not, it doesn't jump right out at you Absolutely. if you're just walking yeah. by or whatever. So, and, and you know, what's interesting on that um, aspect, I think those of us that live at Vitiligo will point it out before somebody else. You know, right. we recognize it. Oh, that person has Vitiligo. But to other people, they may not even notice or even know what it is. You know, they just say, oh, okay, that person's skin, okay, whatever, and keep on moving. Um, yeah. But I think we, tend to point out, you know, vitiligo people. We'll spot them from across the parking lot somewhere in the right. crowded room, and then we'll go, oh, I need to have a conversation with that person. They have vitiligo. Right. And now um, I I find myself doing that too, and our, even our son, Herbie, like <laughs> we see somebody be like, hey, Alicia, or hey, mom, like that, right. I think that has vitiligo, and then she'll go talk to him. And so it's kind of cool because we're kind of like her little non-vitiligo warriors or whatever. Right, right, absolutely. And it, it, it is interesting, because um, I, I don't go out looking for people with vitiligo. Right. But I did, uh, I ran into a lady last weekend, and normally here, I don't see many people at all, unless we have a get-together or meeting, something on purpose. I don't see people with vitiligo. Right. And I happened to, I said, well, let me go to Walmart. And I had to go pick up something, and as I'm walking, this lady turned the corner, and boom, vitiligo. And I had a conversation with her. She was visiting me. And she said, you know, she's comfortable most days. But her response was, I'm just tired of it. It's yeah. aggravating me. So she's thinking about doing the, the procedure where you completely depigment herself, you know. Okay, and, yeah. and I and I just said to her, I said, you know, you have to choose what's best for you. You know, I yep. can sit here all day and say, hey, love, love your skin, love who you are and all this. But if she yep. wants to do this process to live a better lifestyle, then I support her on that. You know, right? Yep. And, and um, I know that that's Alicia's take on it too. Now that you right. have a couple of, I know there's still not a lot of options, but right. with this new cream and stuff, I mean, I think she's she's where she's embraced it so much. Where I don't see her trying to do it, and she right. might change right. on that. But as of right now, I don't see her using that option. But right, but it, she's all for whoever. If that's what they want to do, then that's what they right. Do. And, and I thought about it briefly. Would I try it? And I still don't know, but I'm, I'm at a point where I'm so comfortable in yeah. my journey. Do I want to do this or not? But I also support people who want to do it. You know, yeah. somebody says, this is what I need. I support you on that, but let's make sure we get the right information to you as well. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's so much misinformation out, out on social media. You know, they'll tell you, go, go put, oh, just put a little, a dab of bleach on your skin. Then you put some vinegar and then peroxide. And next thing you know, you got a whole mess here because you listen to something somebody made up. Yeah. But I'm like, just ask the doctors, you know, just, just yeah. go to a doctor. Yeah. Um, now, let, let's say this hypothetically, uh, you're out and about um, and you're, you're with your friends or somebody who's not too familiar, maybe a coworker, somebody who's not too familiar with vitiligo. But they see someone with vitiligo that's very noticeable. Uh, what would you say to them if they were curious? Like, like, how would you address them? Because you live with somebody with the condition. Right. But how would you address somebody who's clueless? Uh, I would just tell them, like, hey, I mean, that's 
it's vitiligo and my wife right. has that um it happens when uh, you lose your pigment on your skin is how i would absolutely would describe it so um i mean i know that's not the super medical way but that's the easiest that's, way for me to understand absolutely it, so, um, and Look, I just I, this happens to certain people where they lose pigment right. in certain parts of their body or some people in all of their body so. right I, I think sometimes when we get super medical we lose people because they're yeah. like now they're like i don't know what you're talking about and you know, i know going to conferences for me a lot like the medical parts are great and a lot right. of people get out out of them but a lot of times for me it's just like right over my head right absolutely <laughs> especially when you're using scientific medical terms and we're like yeah. what does that mean you know break that down for me you know if, if you're going to use a jack inhibitor what exactly is it you know what does it do break it down and make it simple for us um yeah. so I get it because sometimes when we talk to people, you know, we talk about melanocytes and all that. Ah, what is that? I, and I talk to right. Now talk yeah. to kids. I said, look, I just have a loss of color in my skin. So they asked me, where did my skin go? My my skin didn't go anywhere. It's still there, and I'll I'll have to pull my skin to show it, them. I said the color's gone. Then they asked me, where did it go? I don't know. It's just gone. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, kids are so curious. Now, I do find it harder sometimes to talk to adults. Um, I think we become, as adults, more judgmental yeah. on your skin. And then sometimes you deal with people who are super religious and they look at it, oh, it's a curse. And it's an ass like, oh, right. it's a skin condition. I, I get yeah. that's your belief, but it. I do find the adults are more challenging to address. I believe that. And yeah, now kids are more, more more stubborn and stuck in their ways, and yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. Now, with with your son learning more about vitiligo yep. through his mom's journey, you know, how did he embrace it? And and as you say, he starts he's starting to notice, hey, and share that person has vitiligo. Right. Yeah, he's thirteen now. So, and I mean, he's never he he didn't come to D.C. with us, but he was with us in Boston. So he's been to a, a few conferences with right. us. So he's been around a lot of Alicia's vitiligo family too. Right. Absolutely. We consider all these people like part of our family. I mean, they're obviously not actual family, but <laughs> right. so much that it feels like it. So he he just thinks it's part of life because it is in our right. family. So. I, you know, I, I'm glad you said that because I think the more we expose kids to vitiligo, the better they'll understand what the condition is. And what I found, like when I do presentations for kids, a lot of them know already. Oh, I have a, I have a cousin, I have a grandma, somebody in my family. And yep. I had a kid tell me that over the summer, um, he said, oh, I know what that, that's, that is on your skin. That's vitiligo. That's why, how do you know about vitiligo? His uncle. So right. the mom came in to explain, yeah, my twin brother has vitiligo. She showed me pictures. And um, so he will be local. He's not local right now, meaning he's not in Raleigh right now. But I asked her, how is he doing? She's like, oh, he's good some days. Some days he's not good. He doesn't want to be seen. He's doing his own thing. Then he disappears. And I was like, man, that's the brother we need to reach out to and bring him in. Right, yeah. If he's ready, you know. Yeah. And that's the big part. If a person's not ready, leave them alone. Let them come yeah, at their own I'm pace. Sure. You got it. People got to do it at their own Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about your first experience. And you said Boston was your first one. 
Nope, I was in D.C. At least not I mean, D.C., I'm sorry. Yep. D.C., yep. then Boston. Kirby so, didn't come with us until Boston, but we were right, right. Turn, we were both in D.C. together, and that was incredible. I mean, I had never been to D.C. either, so okay. I mean, not only was the Vitiligo thing incredible, but then being at the Capitol and all that right. was just a really cool experience. And, um, I mean, obviously, it was life-changing for Alicia being around. Right. I don't remember how many people were there, if it was... 200 or whatever it was but it was just like this room full of other vitiligans that she was <laughs> right. just like it was insane so you know and i'm gonna switch gears a little bit let's bring it up to world vitiligo day 2022 yep. that yep. was my first experience yep. and and I'm, I'm gonna be honest you know i feel like it changed my life as well it gave me a different perspective yep. uh, on myself on the condition how I address other people with vitiligo and looking at, you know, I, I felt, yeah, I have, like you said, I have my family, you know, yeah. I have my friends, but this was different. It felt so different just to see other people with the same condition. And we were all laughing and smiling, taking pictures yeah. with Paul Bunyan and just having a good old yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, it's a it's a crazy experience. I mean, and and everyone, I mean, we've been to however many of their events. We've been to D.C., Detroit, Boston, Houston, and here. So I've been to five. Wow. I mean, you go there and it's like a big family reunion. I mean, right. At least from my experience, I haven't seen hardly any drama or anything. Everyone's just right. there to, to spread love and embrace each other and have a good time. And, and that's what's important, man. That that love is important. And I felt that in Minnesota. You know, I was nervous. Yeah, I'm you know, sure. Flying in and flying alone and going to a strange place. And But once I got into the hotel and started to talk to everybody and see everybody, I'm like, I'm home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard to leave, to be honest. I, I wanted to stay because I, I felt like I didn't want to leave the people I just connected with. Yeah. And and I, and a couple of times I looked at flights. I'm like, I want to go back to Minnesota, <laughs> go back to the mall, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It just just it was a great time. And you know, I I would say to anybody who missed out, you know, you did. You missed out on a wonderful occasion. Not to say it won't be the last one, but right. it was a to me it was a new. I, I guess the starting point, we were starting over, so to speak, because COVID stopped us. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know you had to hear about it. I know you had to deal with it. Yeah. Um, you saw Alicia in the stress that this might not happen again for the third year. And yeah. to me, it was right on time. Yeah, I agree. It was a, it was a long few years for sure. Getting <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But when it actually happened, it was, uh, I think everything went great and I yes. think almost everyone had a great time. I mean, you're always, you can never please everybody, but I think, right, right, right. I think the common, common perspective was everyone for the most part had a really good time. And, um, yeah. And I must say, I had a great time. Um, I was so excited. And I mentioned this on another podcast that I got up early. Was it Friday morning? I got in Thursday, got up early Friday morning, thinking other people were going to be up and out. And I walked down in the lobby around 6.30. Nobody was out there. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm too early. So so I'll go back up to the room, you know. And I went back up to the room, but I couldn't go back to sleep because I was so excited. I was ready for things to get started. Yep. And to see people and meet people. And for me, it was a unique experience because I've talked to a lot of people. 
I've seen yep. you guys on podcast, not podcast, some of the live events. Um, yep. I've talked to a lot of people on podcasts, but I've never met them in person. And that was right. my first face, time to face, actually. Face is a whole different. different yeah, it was different. Yeah. And, and then it was surreal because I'm like, oh, I get to speak to Valerie. I get to speak to Alicia. I get to speak to Roy. Wow. You know, I yeah. get to speak to Millicent and there's Barbara, you know, all these people that I know, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, same thing, meeting you and it's like, and then meeting um, the keynote speaker. I had him on the podcast. Yeah. And I walked past him the first time because I didn't recognize him. I'm like, wait a minute, James. He's like, yeah, Mark. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was like an old friend. Yeah. And, um, and James and that's is a great, great guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, Alicia told me the story behind how she knew him. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's all about connections. Yep. You know, um, let me ask you this. Well, for, so for World Vitiligo Day, um what was the most exciting part for you uh for me it was just to watch alicia and get to actually have this come to fruition and right um seeing her up there i mean that's her element she like you she loves talking to people and spreading spreading the word and being there for whoever she can be and i mean that that's what it's all about for me is just to help her deal with her deal i mean that's how she right. deals with it and that that's good and then i mean obviously i've gotten to know like roy and patricia right, and right. richard stuff over the years because they're always and kim and david boyd and, and so i always have fun seeing them and hanging out and um, right so yeah i mean but ultimately for me it's watching alicia in her in her deal i mean that's just kind of she, she thrives on that so right 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 and and and, and I know, and I saw her back and forth, and then, you know, she sometimes she looked frustrated, and she was happy, and then she was like, "Oh, we got to make sure this happened. Oh, what's happening here?" But yeah. I could see the excitement because it's finally happening. You know, yeah. we waited, we couldn't do it. Okay, maybe we'll do it next year. Couldn't do it. Finally, we got a chance to do it, and it's really happening. And just to see the excitement on her face when she's up there speaking, and you know, and just you know, and your I think it was was it your parents or her parents that were there nope, that was her parents that were there and then her okay. sister and brother-in-law were there right so right pieces, and so. um just to see the support and i think that's very important for our community to know that we have people that support us that don't have vitiligo yeah and what i'm doing for this new podcast and it's going to be for a limited time i'm not going to do this all the time but um to get a different perspective to hear from other people that don't have vitiligo and how they view it and how they see it and seeing like for you you're seeing your spouse from you're seeing her journey how she's interacting with other people the excitement on her face you know yeah. she had a major event that was very positive to the community um and i and i still have another podcast i need to put together because there are some uh, voices of vitiligo that i didn't get a chance to add um and those voices are very important you know and not just people with vitiligo, but those without, you know. Right. So, yep. yeah. So I greatly appreciate you, you know, coming on for this brief amount of time just to talk. But before we wrap things up, Dominique, yep. uh, can you live our, leave our listeners with some words of encouragement? Yeah, for me, uh, yeah, it's uh, a great cause. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of vitiligans out there, and you guys can all just feed off of each other and support each other. and 
I don't know. My biggest thing just from being around it with Alicia as long as I have now is just there's, I mean, you have this everywhere too, but I wish people would just all, obviously nobody's, not everybody's going to always agree on everything, but right. just have Vitalago as your common goal and just work together on making that the most important thing absolutely. for your cause. I mean, that's the cause in my opinion. And absolutely no. in, in the middle of it. The listeners can't see my shirt, but I'm going to show you my shirt. It says unity. That's what we need. Um, yeah, because like you said, we we all have vitiligo. Not not all. I'm talking about people in the community. We have vitiligo, yeah. and we have our support systems and the people around us, and we have to work together to accomplish a goal. So we've been getting there. We've been doing it, um, but we can't do it alone. We all have to be in unity as we move forward and um, and, and reach towards the next height. So next year. Hopefully, I get a chance to run into you in um, Atlanta because I plan to be there yep. from now on. I'll be at every yeah, we'll conference. be there for sure. So we don't awesome. Not awesome. even an option for us. We're just like, where is it next year? We're going. So it's, we'll and see, you know, do for whatever me, we got to do to make it happen. So absolutely. See, I didn't know about the conferences. I didn't learn about this until um, I I joined the community in 2019. I'm like, I've been missing out on this seriously yeah and i was geared up for 2020 didn't happen 2021 didn't happen so now i have my first experience and i've been telling people you know it's life-changing for everyone who attends yeah so dominique i'm not going to hold you on too much longer uh, i know you have things to do you want to enjoy the rest of your evening and i'm going to eat because i'm hungry yes my Very listeners cool. i do get hungry as a host um <laughs> Come right from work, right to a podcast. So it's time for me to relax and just uh, kick back for a little bit. But yep. thank you for coming on, sir. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Um, I know you're a man of few words, and I like to talk a lot. So here we to have you oh, on. Good. I, I, I appreciate so the you. opportunity, and I appreciate everything you do. I know Alicia loves loves what you're doing, and and uh, it's great. So thank you. I appreciate it. And for our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. And remember, this is a special segment called Perspectives. So remember to look in that mirror and tell yourself, I love you. Hi, this is Alicia Roofs from Minnesota Vit Friends, your 2022 World Vitiligo Day USA host. Uh, we had an amazing time in Minnesota. To say it was overwhelming is an understatement. Uh, we really are so appreciative of the people who came, of those who spoke, of those who shared their journeys, of those who came together and made it a great event. As being a host, you unfortunately get to miss a lot. So I was not able to join a lot of the sessions going on, or if I did, it was very quick and just poked my head in to see, make sure everybody was doing okay. And I know that there was some great sessions going on and the speakers were doing a fantastic job. So I am forever in debt to you guys for making this a great conference and stepping up and helping. I gotta say a special thank you to my family, um, my parents, my husband, my son, my sister and her family all came and stepped up and helped. They are amazing and I could not have done it without them. So I really appreciate them. And I'm just, I'm just so happy everybody had a good time and the smiles were genuine, the love was real, and everyone I hope went away with that feeling of family that we so desperately needed. So thank you guys again. I love you and I'll see you in Atlanta. I remember 
My first experience of attending World Vitiligo Day was in 2017 when I went to Detroit for the conference. It had to be the most exhilarating experience ever to walk into a room where you just saw everyone that looked like you was amazing and it made you feel like you weren't alone in your journey. You weren't alone to go through this experience anymore. As a child growing up, I didn't have support groups. And so the only support system I had was my family. And while I appreciated that more than anything, being able to be surrounded by others who understand your journey matters. So again, my first experience with the World Vitiligo Day Conference was in 2017 in Detroit. I met so many amazing people. It made me, it, it just lit a fire in me to want to do more, to advocate more, to educate more, to get more involved. And that's exactly what I ended up doing. And I can't even fathom, I never fathomed that I would go a year without attending. And I hate that I missed 2022, but I look forward to going to 2023 in Atlanta, Georgia. And I know it's just gonna be another big family reunion that I'm excited about attending. Thank you for listening to Living Life and Love Perspectives with your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends podcast can be listened to on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Facebook. Once again, VidFriends podcasts are sponsored by My Vitiligo Team.